Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. It's Dr. Zam from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician, Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. We'll be joined alongside Rich Van Trent shortly. And uh, Miami Dolphin woes continue as uh, 0-6 is the trend. Dolphins lose another game up in Buffalo. And uh, this game, uh, I guess you could say, unlike some other games in the sense that the Dolphins actually had a lead in this game, well into the third quarter, and it looked like they might be able to actually upset the uh, now 5-1 and one Buffalo Bills. But um, that quickly ended as uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who had a, a very good game up until that point, um, threw that interception like, uh, like happens an awful lot when Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, is playing. And, and that resulted then into a, a 98-yard drive which pretty much sealed the deal up in Buffalo as the Dolphins lose 31 to 21. So um, this season continues, and and the you know the woes continue, um, and we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, it, it's certainly very difficult for for Miami Dolphin fans, and you can take whatever approach uh, you want. Uh, and I know that you know Dolphin fans have to cope with it in whatever way that they can. So. They basically, uh, they basically, you know, I guess find whatever uh, storyline you know they can handle, and then they run with that. Um, the reason why I say that is because uh, I was listening to a local radio station over the weekend, and uh, it was actually a woman who was doing the show, and she said that she's from the uh, originally from the Miami area. And her mother is a diehard Dolphin fan. And uh, her mother did not like Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I believe she said she nicknamed him Ryan Tannehill and was happy when the Dolphins finally decided to go in another direction. And so with that being said, uh, she said now the Dolphins are tanking for Tua. And she's okay with that. And the reason why I bring that up, uh, and, and uh, you know, I think that I hear this a lot. And what I want to know is what is the exact interpretation of that? Because I don't really understand how you tank for anybody. I understand how the front office can dilapidate the team roster and give no product to put on the field. I understand that. So from a front office standpoint – an ownership standpoint, yes, they can, quote, tank for Tua, and they have. 
they have put an abysmal product on the field, trading away any talent that they have had or did have, you know, uh, on this roster. Um, and some of the trades, as far as what they've gotten in return, very good. But let's make no bones about it. They've gotten rid of anybody who can even uh, seemably play at a higher level. They're gone. And they, they're they still floating around anybody who might be able to play. Like, I think Drake is still on the block. They want a third-round pick. You know, they can't seem to, to get anybody to do that. Um, so my question is this, and I'll throw it at you, Rich. Uh, Front office, like I said, could certainly do this. But as far as a coaching standpoint or a player standpoint, it's impossible to tank. Your jobs are on the line. You've got a first-year coach. No matter what the product is, you're going out there to try to win. So if that's the case and you're trying to win, you know, you're basically buying into this tanking for two of philosophy. In my mind, that comes from an organization which has been in that for 20-plus years. Let's make no mistake about it. And this organization, the way it's run right now, is at the, the peak of that, the peak of the history of this team right now. So you're buying into their philosophy. You've bought snake oil. That's what they've sold you, snake oil. So when the people say tank for Tua, there's only one, one group that's tanking for Tua, and that's Stephen Ross and this entire organization up top. Flores is not tanking for Tua, and neither are the other 22 players that are on the field, uh, you know, uh, tanking for Tua uh, purposefully either. No, of course not, because if you, if you tank and you don't play up to your ability, you're not going to be on this team or any other team next year. I got that part. And, you know, the coaches are going to tank, but when they give you, you know, you know, sub, sub you know, you know, below average players to, to make up a roster, you know, you don't have to tank per se. You're not going to win with that roster. So it's not like. No, you're not, but make no mistake. No, but make no mistake. When you're here to tank for Tua, it's really the organization that's doing it, not the staff or the players on the field or the coaches. It's really Stephen Ross and his lackeys that are trying to sell you a bull of goods because that makes you feel better. That your that your yeah. team is inept, inept, and and, and that's the excuse. Yeah, you want you know what is, you want to know the real reason what's going on here? This is more money in 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 Ross's pocket. He 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 basically took this this roster and the payroll down to bare bones. So he's making all that extra money this year. Don't kid yourself. Plus he's bringing a Super Bowl in again, right? So he's making more money mm-hmm. this year than he's ever made ever, right? Let's right. be honest. This isn't this isn't about trying to win championships. He doesn't know how to win a playoff oh. game. You know, that was you know win championships. I mean, well, what a joke. I mean, anybody who believes in this guy, he's been the worst owner by far in our history. You know, and after Heisinger, yeah. I didn't think that was possible. You know what happened when he yeah. had the Shula and Marino. You know, I didn't think it was possible. But this guy makes Heisinga, you know, look look like freaking you know Jones. It's unbelievable. Well, that's my point. Uh, You know, my point is that, you know, uh, that is exactly where it's coming from. And, you know, this this owner has taken this team to 
depths that are unknown as far as failure in the NFL. And, and you know, and to get to get people to buy into a system like that is ridiculous. And I know I've harped on this the last three weeks, and I apologize for doing it one more time, but the bottom line is this. I don't believe you can have the philosophy to suck at the worst level and then turn it around to become a championship team in any way. I don't believe that's possible. I don't care who you draft. Anybody that you draft. Like, let me give you an example, Rich. If you go 0-16, right, and you start off like that with that mentality, you could draft Dan Marino the next year, and I'm telling you right now, you will not turn that around with the same organization. Now, Dan Marino may turn the organization around, but I guarantee you the same people who are in charge of that 0-16, from coach to personnel, will not be there. I absolutely agree with that. I agree and with and, that. and yeah, so, and, by the way, did and, you and this is very frustrating. Did you have ankle what, surgery? What happened? Yesterday? Who had ankle surgery yesterday? I, ankle how? Surgery. What happened? I said, you know who had ankle uh, surgery yesterday? Tell me, tell me. What am I on jeopardy? Tua. Tell me. Tua. Tua had ankle surgery. Yeah, timetable unknown for return. What kind of ankle surgery? Didn't he, didn't he just throw for eight touchdowns or something? He said. Yep. He had a high ankle sprain, and then uh, they're saying that his timetable for return is unknown. So are you saying that this is a major, major injury that he might miss this season? I don't know. You know how how shady Saban is. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Who know knows? either. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. And. and you know, like we said, you know, there's no guarantee on anybody, and there's some bad teams in this league. But I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't want to be the only team in the history of football to win every game and lose every game. Have a little bit of pride and, and, and just have a little bit of pride in the organization and the history and stop with this nonsense. A team sh- We went through a 1-15 season, and it, it wasn't that long ago in the history of everything. You know, less than 15 years. What's that? Less than 15 years ago. 11 years, right? To go go through it again is just ridiculous. I mean, it really is. And and the fans, you know, it's just not right. It's not right that you should have to wear, you know, the club bag over your face to be a fan of this organization. It's terrible. It's really a disgrace what they're doing. It is. And, uh... You know, I mean, I, that's my two cents on it. But um, you know, it really aggravates me. It aggravates me. It aggravates me more. I think what gets to me the most is when I see fans excited about it. I see posts and stuff on social media where people are like, "Jump on the Owen 16 train, tank for Tua. We're doing it." I, I wish. Yeah, you know, I'm glad we lose. I hope we don't win. I hope we don't. I, I really see this. People are buying into wanting to lose every game. You know what? You need to then go away. Like, it's just not the right fit. You know, follow uh, fantasy uh, football. Do whatever you do. You but, know, I don't know. I come from a time where it's just, a, just disgraceful. You know, two is not, you know, two is not 100% guaranteed, man. And anybody who thinks he is is nuts. I mean, there's a lot of problems with him, you know, as far as, like, if he's going to be a star in the NFL. That's no guarantee whatsoever. 
Yeah, I'm sure it's not. I don't know who it is. No, you know, nobody is. But yeah, you're right. Uh, but just the mentality for anybody. A, a sure, I don't see anybody being a surefire thing, you know. And, and, and this guy, you know, you really you're gonna trust the hierarchy of this organization to find the right guy? Heck no. Heck no. I don't trust the no. I well, that's my point, Rich. Any organization that would have this kind of mentality, yeah. I don't have faith in them at all. I don't. I don't have faith in them at all. Let's be honest. Chris Greer has been here for 20 years, you know? So now he's in charge, yeah. per se, really in charge now that, that the fake GM is fired, right? Right. right. Yeah. So what has he done that was so spectacular over his career at the Dolphins? Our drafts have been atrocious well, this whole tenure, well, you know? Well, what I'm seeing, Rich, what I'm seeing, to be quite honest with you, is I'm seeing a general manager and a head coach that took a job and, you know, they're basically being used as puppeteers. And not because they're incompetent. They might be very competent. Chris Greer certainly has seemed to make the most out of the, the trades that he's made, but it's clearly evident that, you know, he's just basically a puppet on strings from an organization yeah. Who, like you said, has the you know the mindset of making money and dilapidating a team and starting all like you know, and he's just running with that approach because I don't think he has a choice. And you see a head coach who I almost I almost feel bad for. I do feel bad for because I think that the man has a good work ethic and I think he wants to win. And you know, I see the guy trying to get a measurement up in Buffalo and he can't even get a measurement on a play that was probably less than a yard. If the spot was probably less than a yard from the first down, and he couldn't get a measurement. And that has to have something to do with the disrespect of this organization, that they're basically the laughing stock of the NFL, that this man can't even get a measurement. And he calls a timeout and still can't get a measurement. You can't tell me that has nothing to do with the fact. You can't tell me it has nothing to do with the fact that this team is the laughing stock of the league. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're absolutely right. Now putting it, now putting it all on the table, the Dolphins had a chance, and actually we're on their way to perhaps pulling off a pretty big upset from a team that's really playing well. They're now five and one, and the Dolphins led that game for, you know, a good three and a half quarters, and uh, and then the play we're talking about, obviously they wound up doing a fake punt, and that's when it all fell apart. A, a, a horrible sack after that, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick who had a very good game. You look at his stats, just under 300, the one touchdown, and then, of course, the one interception, which came right at that goal line, and that was the turning point of the game, an interception that could not be thrown there. And, uh, and they, they never looked back after that, 98 yards down the field, and, and it was over. And it's a shame because, you know, I want them to get on the board. I would like them to at least get you know, victory under their belt and – you know, they're playing better, and Fitzpatrick obviously gives them their best chance to do that. Um, but, you know, again, there's so many mixed signals on this, on this team and this organization that, you know, it, it, it really, in my mind, you know, it just makes me feel bad for guys that are actually working hard. What are you working hard towards, you know, when you don't even have the support of your own, uh, your own base and your own, uh, I guess, high-level executives? There's no question. I mean, you know, you're going to see a lot of people quit down the road. I mean, you know, our Redditors talk about guys faking injuries, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's not good. 
It's definitely not good. I mean, would you want to would you want to risk yourself getting hurt for this team? I mean, I understand the mentality. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you if you can get an out. Really. You got one chance. Yeah, if you can. You know. Yeah, if you get an escape clause, you want to grab at it. And, you know, I, I, but on, on, on the good side, though, you know, the Dolphins have come out publicly and said that there will be harsh disciplinary actions on Bobby McCain because I guess he, uh, he, he responded to being uh, heckled by a, a really hard by a 13-year-old uh, fan up in Buffalo. So they're going to crack down on that. Yeah, I already spit on somebody or something, though. McCann spit on somebody? Bob McCain spit on somebody? Is that what happened? Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Boy. I mean, it's never pleasant. No, you certainly can't. Uh, But, you know, it's never pleasant up there. It's never pleasant up there. You know the history up there, you know. But um, I guess where I'm coming from, yeah, I guess where I'm coming from is, you know, you're kind of throwing this team out to the Lions is what you did. That's what you're doing. You basically yeah. took a, a 45-man roster and you threw them into the Lions then. And I don't think that's right. I don't even think it should be allowed. How about that? I would almost wish the NFL would step in because I don't think it's right. You shouldn't be allowed to dilapidate your roster to a joke level in order to accumulate yeah. picks. No, and it, 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 and is it, and it, it is an absolute joke. And I'm telling you, I know I've been harping on this the last few weeks. But what they did after the final cuts is a disgrace. You know, with the 15 other moves after that, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You're basically taking a third and you, team and changing him before the first game with five games, five, six days left. That's crazy. You know? You know, you, you know they talk all this like about concussions and the safety and that. These players, like them or not, go out there. They risk their lives on the football field. If not in a, in a, in a, uh, a death way, they're, they're putting their bodies at risk, long-term effects. I mean, they really are. It's a, people forget how barbaric and what a physical game this is. I mean, I've been working in this league, uh, you know, for 35 years. I've been, you know, on the inside of it. I know what goes on. And, you know, when you take the glitter away, I mean, it, it, it can be really rough. I mean, it's a barbaric game at times. And a lot of stuff, you know, you don't see. The, 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 the common fan doesn't see. It goes on. And, again, to, you know, to put these guys at risk on purpose with a team that's just ridiculous is not right. Um, you know, you wonder. You wonder if some sort of a, you know, the, I know it sounds crazy coming from a Dolphin show perspective, but, you know, the NHL, the NBA, you know, they have lottery type of picks, right? If you're, if, yep. if you're in the top three or whatever, five, you know, you, you're in some kind of a lottery. I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea because I think that the tanking on purpose thing, no matter what level it comes from, is, is a joke and it should be stopped. It shouldn't be allowed. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. You know, I, I agree with you too, but, you know, it still happens in the NBA even with the lottery. You know? Yes, but you're not going to – it happens to a degree it happens, but it's not a 16-game season either, Rich, you know. So, you know, that makes up for that part of it, you know. All right, quick break. Uh, come right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat 
and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zant as we'll uh, bring you up to the Monday night football game tonight, which is actually uh, a big AFC East matchup. The New England Patriots coming up here to play the Jets. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And uh, just a reminder, you can send us any questions or comments, Show at yahoo.com. 
and uh, check out our latest episodes on iTunes as they'll come directly to your phone. Uh, you know, Rich, we had talked about this. One of the most ironic things is that uh, in this league, uh, Ryan Tannehill, Chad Henney, and Matt Moore all starting within the same fiscal week in the NFL. This is well, no, I was wrong about that one thing. Chad Henney is on the Chiefs. Oh, he's on the Chiefs too? He's Matt Moore's backup. <laughs> oh, so they got those three. Yeah. So Matt Moore and Ryan Tano, which, by the way, you got to feel good for Tanny. I watched uh, that game, and I watched yeah, the end of that game. Well. And, and uh, played well, and then that was a very fluke ending to it as they were on the one-yard line and able to to hold them out of the end zone, and Tannehill winds up getting the victory. So, yeah, you got you know, I felt good about that to a degree. And, uh, you know, and like you said, now Matt Moore will be filling in for the Chiefs. So that's, that's interesting right there as well. Um, you know, this has been a weird league. It's, it's, it's weird how it's shaping up. Of course, uh, the Chiefs look like they dodged a pretty big bullet, and, and they will have Patrick Mahomes back at some point and not, you know, a crazy number of weeks out. But, um, you know, well, you look at, at the same teams kind of, um, and, uh, you know, it just it seems like it's just shaping up to be the same thing. And then the big – you got the big uh, matchup tonight, um, you know, with the with the Patriots coming here. And, uh, you know, I don't know what your your take is on that. A lot of people now, that's, that's the better of the year. That seems like a, a trap there, but everybody's jumping on the Jets. I was hoping Bruce Stern would show up with the blimp. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but no, it's it's, it's going to be played. You can't stop it. It's going to be played. <laughs> I know you don't want it to, but it's happening. <laughs> we both don't want it to, but it's happening. But yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so you know, uh, everybody. I think it's a trap, but everybody's on top of the Jets. They everybody's sure that this is going to be a uh, you know pretty big uh, upset, I guess. The I don't say it. Do you say it? You're going to fall into that trap again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, have the Jets, you can see have the Jets of, ever won a game that we wanted them to win? I mean, we don't want them to win many, no, never. but when we want that team to never. win, do they ever do it? Never. No, they never do. They're 4-3, and three, though, against the Patriots on Monday night, but you're absolutely right. Every big game that we've ever needed them to come through, they never seem to do it. I can't think of one. No. I really can't. No, I can't think of one either. No. <clears throat> so, no I, I can well, see them laying the, the big egg tonight. I really can yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you look at the the, the teams that are, are basically in competition, I mean, you know, there's a lot of bad teams. There's just a tremendous amount of bad teams in this league, you know, and and the few teams that you think are, uh, you know, uh, I guess good, they seem to then the following week stink, <laughs> you know, so you can't really get a read on any of it. Yep. You really can't. You I know. know. It's, it's, There's no question. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, I mean, it'll it'll be interesting to see, uh, I, I guess. Um, you know, I, the NFC seems like, you know, there's a couple teams rising there. Um, I, you know, there was a 63-yard field goal um, last night in the Dallas game. I don't know if you caught that, but uh, – that looked like it would have been good from 65 easy. That's incredible, you know. And that's that inside Dallas, now? which is a lot different. No, the record's 64, 
And, you know, okay. uh, there's like a bunch of guys that have 63, but he kicked the 63. But the point I'm making is the other ones were basically, uh, you know, at Maya High Stadium, and, and this was inside Dallas, and, and the kick had legs, you know. It it, it would have went on. Wow. That's, that's incredible, dude. Our guy is missing extra points, right? Yeah, you know, you, you look at Sanders, and it just seems like everybody – Drilling down the middle, and this guy who we thought might have been, you know, the guy, he's been struggling, you know, not last week per se, but um, Dolphins have a lot of problems. They have a lot of problems. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, they really do. Um, <laughs> it's really, you know, it's it's really not fair to any of the fans. I mean, it, it, it's it's like a chore to watch this team play. It's not fun. Oh yeah. You know you you don't have a warm fuzzy feeling like inside. You know, actually like you're happy Ooh. when it's over. You know, it, it's really bad. I never felt that Terrible. way ever. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, and that's why I get so aggravated at the people who buy into this. Yeah, yeah that really aggravates me. It pisses me off. Don't buy into this nonsense. Yeah. You know, you could do this and still put a product on the field. You know that? There's no question. You could do this. Yeah, you didn't have to, you you didn't sold, have to bring it down to zero. Exactly. And, you no, know, I love you their nonsense, too. Trade, right? How many times, right, did you have to hear over the last seven years how we're only going to bring in character guys? Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, guys with high character. Right? And what do they do the first chance they get? They bring in the guy who gets covered disciplinary actions. They bring in a guy that was dressed in their tools fault. You know, they, they yeah. just go, yeah. I mean, Hypocrite. what happened to the character stuff, you know? Hypocrites. They really are. They're such hypocrites. Yep. They, but people don't read through. I guess they don't see through this nonsense with them. They really don't. You know, yeah. people, listen, people listen to our show. They love our show because we tell it like it is. Or they hate our show because they tell it like it is. But whatever. Well, that's, that's, that's the, you know, that, that's what it is. And that's the way so, it's going to be. Yeah, one of the that's two. All, yeah. One of the two. Yeah. But it, when, when uh, but like you said, you know, they talk about all this character and, and stuff, and then, you know, and like you said, you know, they, they, they bring guys in, some who are producing, but they look the other way when it comes to it, you know, and it's just hypocritical. And I also feel that when you look at, like, this team, per se, right, like, you could have done everything that you've done. You made all the moves that you made, right? But you still could have gotten, you know, you could have had a guy like Frank Gore in the backfield, for another year, right? You could, you could have paid the money and had him there. That wouldn't affect you future one way or another. He wanted to yeah. So, yeah, so that, that's my point. You could have gotten rid of and made the trades that you made for the younger talent and your star players, but you still could have put a product on the field that at least week in and week out would have played with heart and been able to win football games. But they, yep. they, they haven't done that, and they make no, no. no bones about it, really. You know, no bones about it. I mean, uh, you know, there's guys that you could get for one-year contracts, veteran guys that could come in here and help you today, but maybe not tomorrow. Those guys should be here now because building for the future has nothing to do with you signing one-year contracts and paying out of pocket to put some kind of a product on the field that fans can, can jump on board with and at least be entertained by. That would cost money. Exactly. That's my point. If they don't go hand in hand, you could spend money and still and still have your future set up. 
But, you know, obviously they don't want to do that. You've said it. Well, you know, they have a different agenda. Last year, the big Ross press conference was we've been successful everywhere but on the field. Never heard that before. We talked about it last week. That's the most bizarre statement I've ever heard an owner of any sport. Who cares? No, my point is who cares how much money you pay? I don't know. I don't get a check from you. Who cares? Is that ridiculous? I mean, really, is that ridiculous? I should get combat pay every week then to watch this crap. You know? Yeah, I know. I know. How much money you made off the field. Nobody cares about that, Ross. You're out of your mind. Not one person. And no. if they do, I then they're insane. Yeah, I, I know. But then they're really it insane. was the most bizarre comment. Yeah, I know. this one, everybody on the field. That's great. Yeah, great, great job. Yeah, unbelievable. Really clueless. Just absolutely clueless. Yeah. They really are, and that's why I say, you know, I think that they've made some good drafts, and they've had some good talent here, but they've purposely gotten rid of it all, year in and year out. And you know, I think that stems from the top. You know, the reason why, you know, Mike, Mike Tannenbaum would still be here if he was able to because he did everything Ross wanted. That's exactly yeah. the game plan Ross wanted. It's just that fans and the, and, the, and the sentiment went against him too much that he actually had to make the change. But you know as well as I do, and Ross was very happy with what he was doing because that's exactly the game plan he gave him. Yeah, and you know the best is Tannenbaum's still trying and he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. You know what I mean? He falls into what Ross wanted by trying. That's how bad of a GM he is. You say he falls into what? Into trading those guys away? Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, he thinks those are the right moves. Like, you don't think Ross has to say, you know, get rid of the talent. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He so you think he got rid of... Yeah, I think he got rid of J.H.I. And, yeah, the Landry's. I think he thought he was doing the right thing. I don't think there was any kind of like sinister plan. He's just an absolute clown. No, I think he was just dropping salary. Is what I think he was doing. I think you know, he was just cutting the extent, salary. But, but he thinks, but he thinks getting draft picks he can build for the future because his drafts are so great. You know, his Charles Harris's of the world. Well, what it does, Rich, what it does is it buys you years, like we talked about. Yeah, of course. That's what yeah, it does. Of course. And it, it's yep. buying, it buys you years, you know, and, yep. and, and it goes back to exactly what we said. Shame on these yep. people for buying into this nonsense and giving yep. them the years. You shame yep. on that. It's not, it's not how you do things. That's yep. not how you, you know, rejuvenate a program. And that's not how you do it at all. And this stems back for years and years and years, you know, the failures, and there's plenty of them. You know, before, well, you I mean, know, you have made a lot of failures at head coach over the, over the last decade. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Let's go there for a second. You know, let's start yeah. to Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells did a terrific job of turning an organization around early and bringing a new future in there. But what's the bottom line? The bottom line is that he let a Hall of Fame quarterback slip through his – a Hall of Fame quarterback and two, uh, uh, two Super Bowl quarterbacks slip through his hands, one MVP. Okay, he he chose Chad Henney over Matt Ryan and Joe Flacco. That cost him. He never recovered from that. You can say whatever you want. He took the safe pick in Jake Long. He he, he didn't get the quarterback. And Chad Chad Pennington came in. He was great for one year, but he was never going to be the long term solution. And the quarterback failed him, and he was out. Nick Saban came in. Nick Saban did an awful job. 
He may have turned it around, but he made a huge mistake with his quarterback situation, too. He didn't take yep. Drew Brees. He went with Cole Pepper. He never got himself a quarterback, and he ran out the door. You know, you, there's nobody to blame but those two guys. Like, I hear people say it's the organization, and they're inept, and, you know, these people ran. You can't run from yourself. Bill Parcells and Nick Saban had as much control over that organization as anybody that's ever lived. They could do whatever they wanted. They had the whole resource of money. They didn't need anybody's approval at any time. It was their boat to, to, to sell. So well, also, it, also started, it started a little bit before that. You know, watch that destroyed this team. You know, yes, he had a good team. You know, he went with the Fiedler nonsense and wouldn't freaking relinquish that. You know, passed on Drew Brees in the draft that one year. And, you know. There's no doubt, but I'm basically stubborn, talking about. so the, stubborn with Fiedler. He, he broke that team right, down but to I'm zero. Talking about, yes, but I'm talking about this ownership. Yeah, okay. That's not this ownership. Yeah. Yep. That's Wayne Heisinger. That's all Wayne Heisinger. I'm talking about this yep. ownership. Yep. And that starts with Bill Parcells. That's where it started. And I don't think Bill yep. Parcells did the worst job in the world. What I think he did was he came in, he turned them into a winning team, he took the safe way out, he screwed up on the quarterback pick, and then he brought people in, like Ireland, who he couldn't deal with. He, he yeah. basically created Frankensteins, and he didn't want to deal with his own creation, and he ran. And then Nick <laughs> Saban came in, and Nick Saban was a just it was a horrendous stint. But the point is, how do you blame anybody? You know, they got to blame themselves on that. And nobody had power over them. And then from there, you know where it went from there. Then it went to Joe Philbin and all the nonsense. <laughs> right? And now here yep. we are. You know, and then Adam Gase. You know, now we're into this Flores era. And, you know, and, and you're starting off the Flores era with. Let's make the team the absolute worst that we can possibly make it and start from scratch. Show me where that's ever worked. I don't it, believe it, it has. It never has. never has. I don't believe. I think about these things. I, don't, I, I can't find an example of it. I can think of teams that were terrible. I can think of one in 15 teams that won Super Bowls after that. But it wasn't like it was done on purpose, like, you know, that we're going out every week to put a losing product on the field in order to hopefully have the worst, you know, the worst team in the, and, and the high pick. I've never seen that. You, you'll and have to scary. refresh me on that and one. And they're putting all their eggs in the, in the draft basket, you know. The draft's only part of, like, the equation, you know. you gotta you got to get creative, you know. you got to build from, you know, Rookie free agents, not just the draft, but if you screw up those draft picks, you know, you got five first rounders in the next two years. You got to hit on 95% of them. If you screw up even which, one or two, it's a disgrace. Which they say they're doing. I mean, that's what their game plan supposedly going to be at some point, right? They're going to be free agent heavy, and, and, you know, we'll see. We'll see. And that's what they, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see is yeah. right. You also see too. You may have a. There may, may not be a line at the front door trying to get to this team either. You know, a lot of oh, guys. You think Rich? Really? Who wouldn't want to come yeah. here? Really? Who wouldn't want to come here? I got. Wow, you. I'm yeah. shocked. Yeah, uh, I know. But 
You got one good thing in your favor, no state tax. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> and the beach. <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't even think it's the beach, Rich. It ain't the beach. It ain't the beach, Rich. It's no state tax. Like That's that. what you got. Yeah. yeah. There's nobody coming to play for the Dolphins because of the beach. Nobody. I don't, I don't know Not about one. That. Not well, one. Not there. one. Yeah, who? <laughs> who who wants to go to the beach, Rich? Who, I'm not saying that you know the the area is not nice, but who wants? You know, nobody's coming to go to the beach. And Dominican Sue didn't say I'm interested, but uh, take me down to see uh, Caldwell. I want I want to see Miami Beach and 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 you know make a decision then. He said, "Let me see that check again." To I'm extent, in. but a lot of guys, there's a lot of people over yeah. the years that have gone to Miami because they want to live that, they want to live there, they want a beach house. They want a house overlooking the water. That's that's the you know it was between like Green Bay and Miami, right? And it's the same option. You know, we used to have that upper hand because of the area. You know, I don't know if you get that anymore. You definitely don't get thing. that anymore. And I, and I argue with you that I don't believe that's what it was. I really no, don't. Okay. You would, you I, would never do it for that, but that's not that's a. People have that mentality, yeah. you know. They want to be there. Yeah, know? I guess Reggie. I guess Reggie White had that mentality, right? When we went after him hard, right? I guess he had that same mentality, right? No, not, I didn't say it's everybody, but there's a lot of people that want that lifestyle. Yeah, they want the. Yeah, you know all about the each nightlife lifestyle. Yeah, I they understand don't want to be that. I understand. I understand that. I got all that, but I, I, I think it's a little bit overrated compared to the other factor I told you, but. It is what it is. All right, let's take our last break. We'll come on back, wrap it up right after this. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Trying to get my courage up There was this long, lovely dance in a little club downtown Loved to watch her do her stuff Through the long, lonely night She filled my sleep Softly swaying to that smoky beat down on Main Street. Down on Main Street. Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pack Teller, Rich Fans, Ant, as we come to the final stretch here, we'll bring you up to the Monday night football game as the Jets uh, and the Patriots square off up here in New Jersey. You know, uh, Rich, as we were saying, I, under- I understand that whole thing. 
where you know, yeah, of course it's it, it, it's Florida and, and and you know, and people that that factors in. Um, but I, I think that when you look at the free agents, a lot of the free agents that we've really been able to sign in the past, you know, it really hasn't been that. I mean, you take even like Keith Jackson and guys like that. Not only did they sign the deals there, I remember them leaving and going to Green Bay to win championships, going up to New England, right? I mean, you know, it's just I don't see the attract. I think it's going to be very hard to pull people in, you know, to get these free agent signings without vastly overpaying for them. And I think the number one factor you do have is the state income tax because that's that's a lot of money. Oh, it's that's a lot, a lot of, money of money not to have that. But no uh, question I about think it. that's the number one factor, you know, that you have on your side. But like you said, it's not going to be easy to draw them in. But, it's you know, you can certainly do it. I mean, look at Cleveland, right? Cleveland would be an example of an organization that – you know, it it, it it has a bad stigma as far as living there, right? And and you know, and they've been able to get some high some high talent there, a lot of trades and, and, and things like that. They've been able to get. Um, you know, so it can be done, but you know, obviously that makes it a lot harder to get people to buy into your system and and, and to come down there. Um, so you know, the work is definitely cut out for them. Uh, you know, but the hardest thing to get in this league is a quarterback. We know that. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, you have faith in this regime picking one. I don't, you know. Yeah. I really don't. It's very hard to find quarterbacks. I mean, we've just went over it. Let's be honest, we haven't had one since Dan Marino. You know, we really haven't. I mean, I thought Ryan no. Tannehill was a decent talent that wasn't, you know, I, I don't think they had the right people around him. And that, that obviously hurt. And then I think when they did have the right people around him, you know, he hurt himself by missing a full year. Um, but, you know, he's yeah, been the best. They totally screwed you know. up with, with how they treated that knee injury, and they cost him a year and a half. It was ridiculous. Yep. Still, still absolutely. That was so, that was so, so juvenile, that, that organization, the way they handled that knee. That, that would never happen with a good organization. But he's certainly been the best since Marino. And, yep. you know, and – you, you can't oh, really win, easy. especially now. Yeah, and you can't win no, without a quarterback in the league. Yeah. Bad. Really yeah. bad. Well, there's, no, there's no doubt about it. And, boy, they and bring some beauties right? Over the years, we've had some beauties. Yeah, we sure have. The list is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so, you, you, you know, you'll build around whatever, but uh, – you know, at, at what expense? I mean, look look at the the talent that Cleveland has right now, right? They they you you would really you're not going to get the talent Cleveland has with what you have right now, no. right? You There's no it, way you're going to get the they, talent level you, they you have. You know, I was wondering where Kareem Hunt was, right? I didn't. Did you realize he was suspended until week ten? Yeah, well, they 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 took him. They have him, right? Yeah, but he, he can't play until week 10. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it was that I, long. I thought it was like eight, I, you know? I thought it was eight, too. I thought it was eight, too. But, yeah, I know that yeah, they have them. games. Yeah. But you understand my point, though, that I'm making? Rich, yeah, if you take – listen, it, it, there's, there's no way you're going to get the, to the talent level that Cleveland has with the draft picks and all the ammunition that you have right now. And no, they're no still question. not where they need to be. And they're not where they need to be. And that's with Baker Mayfield. And you can say whatever you want about Baker Mayfield, but 
you know, is a lot worse than Baker Mayfield. So, you know, you, 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 it's not like you can pick Baker Mayfield. It's, you know, we'll see. We'll see if they get you know, two or whatever they get. Well, you know what? He and may then, not be the guy. Know, I mean, he, he doesn't look great today. He may, not. He I, may I, not. not. He may not. But, but you missed my point completely. Because you 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 have to get much past him. I know. Then. I know that. You know what I mean? So it, I got uh, you. It's not easy. And you know, like I said, we with the people we have making the decisions, I'm not have zero confidence in them as far as getting that right. Yeah, I love to come back on the air halfway through next year and go, boy, they got the quarterback. But gun to my head, I'm not saying it's happening. Even if they have the quarterback, you need so many more pieces. <laughs> yeah, right? That's more my pieces. point. That's why I'm picking up. That's why pieces. I'm picking that like Cleveland's yeah. roster. And you know, if you look at that roster, they have so much more talent than just the quarterback. And you're going to need that. You know. Uh, yep. And let's let's go for club. First of all, is it safe to say that we could pump the brakes a little bit on this? Danny, quote, dimes era in New York? I mean, please. <laughs> right? I know. Uh, so, I mean, this is the mentality. It's the mentality. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you yeah. stop, like, carving out the bus right now in Canton, Ohio, at least? Put a pause on it? Yeah. It's retarded. I don't know. And, and how about it? Is, is the Josh Rosen? Is the Josh Rosen experiment done now? Yeah, I, I think, and I told you over uh, on Sunday, I think it's safe to say that they believe that he's not their answer. Well, if they don't know that by now, something's wrong with them. I I think they do. I think I think the front office. I, I think they do, and I don't even that whole quarterback saga is ridiculous. You come out and you state Josh Rosen is our quarterback, starting quarterback for the rest of the year. Why you go out and do this? I don't know. Then the following yeah. Sunday, you bench him, and then you come out and say Ryan Fitzpatrick is the starting quarterback Sunday. Yeah, he's, he's I, I don't understand that whole sort yeah. of event. That, that made no sense to me. Because there's you know, no sense there. It's yeah. silly. You know, why, silly. why would you commit to somebody for the year and it doesn't even last three quarters? I, I don't think that uh, there's no need to say it. It's it's so idiotic, and there's no need to say it. Yeah, like why do you say it? Like where you know, there's no reason for it. That's no. what I'm saying. It's just there's no reason for it. It didn't really make a lot of sense to me. I know, uh, but <sighs> you know, this is this is who's running your team, though. Yeah, I want to know. How did we get on the Monday night schedule? I mean, remember those years where we deserved to be on? We weren't. I've been thinking about that too. Like, how how do you, you know, you get from the years that we didn't, like you said, and now you're playing. I, I guess it has something to do with the hundred year anniversary, right? It has to. <laughs> I guess so. I think that's what it is. That's why you're playing yeah. Pittsburgh now. Because they probably have a whole special thing that they're going to do, their opening or whatever, show the immaculate reception and show the Dolphins and the Steelers in the championship game and 
And so, you know, <laughs> well, there's one thing for sure. <laughs> we're lucky about one thing. So we're lucky there's no flex up on that night because we'd be flexed. <laughs> yeah, we'd be flexed, all right. But, yeah, I mean, that's all that I can think of. You yeah, know, I, I, I guess because so. I asked myself yeah. the same thing. I mean, you know, yeah. this team doesn't this team doesn't deserve to play on Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> well, well the, the good news is there's only ten more games left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what oh, I got. My, my horse, my as you can hear, my uh, my voice is oh. uh, certainly no less for wear tonight, and you know. It's, it's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Oh, it's so bad. It really is. I mean, this is so painful. I mean, it's, it's you know, and, you know, I, I feel sorry for the fans that work two of them, but the cover of this team also do a show every week. I mean, it re- really is. I mean, I'm waiting for my purple heart to come from the government, you know? Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 rough. It really, but it really but listen, is. if it gives you – but if it makes you feel any better – um, they've been very successful in every avenue, but the product is on the field. So that, that's yeah, I'm still waiting for my check. I didn't get, I didn't Ross's get a piece of that book, yet, yeah. Ross's, Ross's bank book has gotten much bigger. So yeah. you should be happy about that, Rich. You should what be very happy about that. <laughs> I know. Oh, jeez. Control yourself because I know something's coming. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. I know. I know it was coming. <laughs> uh, uh, let me, I guess, uh, in the last few minutes here. Just, uh, Can't this guy get another hobby or something to sell it to you and be done with us? You know? <laughs> his, hobby, his hobby is like Gordon Gecko. That's his hobby. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Is it blue? Is uh, it blue, blue, what's that name of that airline? Blue, blue what? Mm-hmm. Blue Star. Blue Star. Yeah. Is that available? Can he buy that? There you go. He he bought it. He's dismantling it as we speak. Oh, that's right. He bought it. He bought it. Charlie Sheen's father's out of work. Yeah. 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 Uh, let me. Uh, we got last last few minutes here. So, uh, Go around the league a little bit, get your opinion on some things. Um, the uh, Houston Texans is one of those teams. I think they're good, but, you know, I don't think they're great. And, you know, when you look at the AFC, is there another team besides the Kansas City Chiefs that can compete for the New England Patriots in the AFC? I mean, the Indianapolis Colts and Jacoby Brissett, he's doing a fantastic job. He really is. They're they're four and two, but I think we both know that they're not going to win the AFC. So uh, no. the Ravens are five and two, but they lost their big game when they needed it. Besides the Kansas City Chiefs, and you hope that somehow they'll be able to get home field, but they're at five and two right now. Yeah, uh, you know, New no England sticks it up. They have no defense. So, it's brutal. Who who can compete against well, we the New England really, team? We don't know. I said the Patriots don't play a winning team until week nine, so uh, you know how are you going to gauge that? Just in the way the other teams are playing, tonight on the road, you know. Right. They, they don't play. But you gauge it in the sense of who do you, 
You're right, but forget about them. Who who's the stronger? Who's the strong team besides them? Yeah, are those teams I mentioned? Are they? City, I, mean, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's too early, I think, to you know to see who comes. Kansas City's defense has to improve, and they're finished. You know, it's not just Mahomes. It's that defense is a sieve. You know, they have to they have to straighten that out somehow. Um. Other than them, I mean, I don't know. There's really no one else. There's no one in the East, you know, obviously, that can compete. You know, I think the Houston Ravens is the only Kansas other team. Right at this point. Yeah, I don't I, trust I, them. I think, Houston, I think Houston's the only team other than them. Yeah. Even, maybe Baltimore, but Baltimore, I've been a little let down with Baltimore since they laid that major egg in week two or three, look, whatever it was. Look, look at O'Brien. Every time O'Brien pays Belichick, it's like he bows to the, to the altar and he, he doesn't show up. Yeah, yeah, we've seen it a few times, no doubt. I mean, they've played, they played once. well, but they played well. They've taken games into the fourth quarter late, but they just can't seem right. to get the victory. Now, if you look at, uh, uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater seems to be getting better and better every week. That team's playing fantastic right now. I mean, they certainly yep. seem like they're the, the front runners in the NFC. Um, you know, and Green Bay's playing really well, too. Uh, Dallas with a huge victory over Philly. That was a big win for them. They needed that. They were on the verge of knocking themselves out. But I, I, I don't trust them in a big game. And San Francisco. Aren't you San, shocked that like, Philly's just not that good anymore? You know? Yeah. San Francisco's 6-0. and I think they're a very light 6-0. and I still I still think, you know, that's a tough division. 6-0 and Frisco. Five and two Seattle and four and three Los Angeles. I, I still think Los Angeles is the best team there. I think if anybody's going to give a run, it's going to be the, the Rams. I really do. I still think that if they can get into the playoffs, they can be dangerous. You know what they're obviously not playing really great. Playing well whatsoever. Well, as they're uh, all, like, I, I mean, he hasn't played well since before the Super Bowl. I don't know what's going no, on with him. No, there's something wrong there. You know. Well, they hid the injury last year, and I don't think he's ever recovered. Yeah, but it's really been their defense that's that's been the problem, Rich. That's why they've gotten, you know, that's why they made that move. He does nothing, you know. What's that? He's not dominating. He's not dominating like he used to, you know. Uh, Has he played? I thought he's been out. He's been out totally. He's not doing anything. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's still hurt. I don't think he's been. I don't think he's played. Oh, jeez. I thought he was just not producing yeah, at all. No, I don't. I don't think he's played. Wow. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah. But you know, but who knows? I mean, you know, it's I don't follow them real close. Well, he played yesterday. Yeah. He made he an amazing. Yeah, that's over the over the shoulder catch back? yesterday. Yeah. I guess it was his first game back. It's his first game back. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. All right, so that's what we got. And Monday night, you got to look forward to that, boys. You got dun 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 dun. <laughs> this freaking oh, team. God. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see you next week. Monday night football. Miami Dolphins versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's our show, everybody. Thanks for joining us.
Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own voice Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power off 